Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News, recorded live Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. I'm Nintendo, one half of the awesome GPN crew, Mr. Sean Amit, the hairlessly but more handsome half from across the pond is right next to me, right there, I think, maybe. Today we chat about passing of Google Stadia, like a, you know, bad... Bad burrito just passed right on. It's gone now. Game previews? Do we want them? Do we want your unfinished games, or would we rather wait? Uncle Jim flies to the EU to moan some more about why they shouldn't. Xbox shouldn't be able to acquire Activision, and Xbox opens up a rebuttal page because you know why not? All that and what's new on Game Pass. You better sit down, buckle up, because Game Pass news is one crazy ride. Mr. Abbott, how are you doing this fine, fine day? Uh, I'm doing a lot better than I was last time we were on. Let's just mm-hmm. put it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel a lot better than I did last time. Mm-hmm. So I just thought I had some kind of horrible cold that I'd kind of picked up. You know, Logan's in a new setting, Jay is in a new setting for college. I thought probably just some germ that they brought back. Well, no, I had COVID. I got COVID. Took, yeah. took three and a half years. But I finally got it. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. Uh, that's that's uh. But you you're doing much better. You know, no uh, no Kleenexes, sneezing, coughing. You seem to you seem to really be seem to really um, be doing yeah. much better. Yeah, I mean, other than the slight little bit of shortness of breath, I can't. If I run up both flights of stairs in one go, I get to the top and I'm like. <clears throat> oh but yeah. Other than that, I'm doing good. Yeah, Hypecaster's hot, by the way. He's in the chat. Thank you for that, for joining us, Hypecaster. He is like on the acquisition stuff already. Like my intro got him, got him revved. I think he's just like, listen, <laughs> no, none of this crap ain't happening. I love it. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us, man. Um, yeah, that that's uh, no good about about your your COVID catch, but sounds like you're doing much better. So so that's good. That's good. How's the fam? Everybody else doing good? Does anybody else catch it? By the way. Uh, yeah, Lindsay got it. So that's the that's the only way that I knew that she had it. Because um, I went to work feeling absolutely horrific. I went to work because I just thought oh, it's a cold. Mm-hmm. Kind of like so. I've been going to the gym still, which uh, in hindsight now I shouldn't have done. But I just thought yeah. it, I just thought it was a heavy cold. Um. So carried on as normal. Went to work, and then Friday afternoon, Lindsay Kate, like I got up from like sleeping after work and she's kind of leans this on the couch. She's like, I really don't feel great. I feel really like run down. I feel really tired and I feel sick. And I was like, uh, well, there's a guy at work who said their daughter has been sick. And then 24 hours later tested positive for COVID. So let's just, you know, call it, you know, what it is and just, just do a test and see what happens. So she did a test and hers came out positive and I was like, oh, great. I best do one as well. So I did one. And it was just like, so, but the UK's guidelines on it is that you just carry on as normal. Um, Wait, what? I mean, isn't if it wasn't, you, yeah. While you carry have it, normal. you don't have to quarantine. Nope. Huh. That's that's it. Huh. Okay. The, 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 
politely they politely say try and avoid um uh try and avoid contact people you know, <laughs> yeah basically just just try try and do your best you, you know don't stop what you're doing but don't purposely go to large gatherings and so on and so forth you know be mindful of it so yeah hypecaster's got it he's he really is good today <laughs> guidelines ignore it <laughs> that's it guidelines yeah. so, move on Thank you for the so, bits, yeah. by the way, Hypecaster. Uh, we we got to fix our thing so that it shows uh, who actually gives the bits. That's on That's on us. Uh, so thank you for the support. We really appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, if you could, just, so if it wasn't for the fact that I was feeling genuinely awful, um, I'd have still gone to work at that car guidelines. Drax says, you can still come to work. If you are feeling fit to work, come to work. Um that I seems like horrible so I, advice. I, 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 I mean, listen, I don't want to get into a big like thing because I know I don't want to be able to be like, well, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, it just seems like horrible advice to me. Um, yeah. I mean, we're certainly a lot more lax than we were. Like, I mean, you know, Becca had it and got over it. And it, no, no, no. What am I saying? Becca never got it when, when I had it in August. She never got it. And so they were like, that's fine. You know, you don't have it. If you don't have any symptoms of it, come to work. But I was told to stay home for like until I think it was five days or yeah. until I tested negative. I don't know. That part got confusing. So, the, the like how long was a little confusing. Yeah. Different, com- different companies have different guidelines. So like where I work kind of. Um, I mean, I dropped a ball by just announcing where I was, but um, <laughs> where, where I work, um, that's their guideline. And if you if you have symptoms but feel fit to come to work, come to work, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Where where Lindsay, because she's in a student saying they've kind of said to look, you know, stay home until you test negative, regardless of how well you feel. Stay home. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of that's that's kind of how um, I think it is over here. At least that's how it was for for Becca and all that. But, you know, she never had it. So it was like, fine, doesn't matter if somebody else has it, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Um, I'm glad uh, glad everybody else is feeling better, too. Uh, that's, that's good stuff. Uh, we are we, my 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 kids are super excited They are We are going to Chicago tomorrow. Uh, just for a day, we live real close. We're gonna hop on the train, take the train to Chicago uh, for a day trip. I mean, it's close, but it's still like a three-hour train ride, so we're we're still fairly far away, but um, close enough where you can make a day trip out of it. So we're gonna go to the Field Museum. We're gonna eat deep dish pizza. All these things are new for my kids, so they're like super excited. Never been on a train. Never had deep dish pizza. Haven't seen the Field Museum, so they're like super pumped. Um, so. Uh, Hypecaster is in Chicago. I did not know that. Oh, good. I'm glad. Well, we'll be inside most of the day anyways for the Field Museum. So, but that's good because we are going to be walking. We, uh, we don't, we, we just get dumped out at the museum campus and then, uh, and then walk our, walk our way to the Field Museum and then go to the Giordano's Pizza. Um, so it'll be a full day. They'll be wiped by the time it's done. Um, so excited, excited for a little family, a little family fun. So. Um, other than that, that's about it. Do you got do you anything else? Any other any other updates people need to know about? Uh, no. I mean, if there's any like fantastic central heating engineers that are in the chat that want to give me some advice on how to fix my boiler, which again mm-hmm. has broken, um, feel free because I'm about ready for ripping it out and build, buying a new one. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, home, <laughs> but, um, home homes are fun. Home when they work. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> when they want. Yeah. It's freaking money pits. Hey. Yeah, they feel that way sometimes. That's for sure. That's what our house felt like when we first bought it. I mean, we and then for for that summer, we got it at the beginning of the summer, and it was just like one thing after another. Like it was like, oh, garage door broke. Okay, sink broke. Okay, uh, what else? We had something else go too. And you know the funny thing is, we bought the house with a freaking home warranty, and the home warranty covered none of it. Not, like we didn't pay for the home <laughs> warranty it was just like a perk it was like hey we have this home warranty for you every time i called them they were like no no sorry doesn't get covered by that no we don't cover that either I'm like, what the hell do you cover like i'm feeling like the whole house could get wiped out and be like sorry we don't cover yeah. any of that. if it's if it's anything like the uk one when you i think if the property is less than 10 years old you're covered by the i think it's called the mpc building cover it's like structural things so if you have water ingress due to rain because of the failure of like guttering and roofing roofs and stuff like that, then that kind of stuff's covered. But like just general wear and tear, things breaking like a sink or a door is kind of like, you know, yeah. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> still a kick in the pants. Hypecaster's giving me all kinds of good Chicago advice in the uh, in the chat too. Appreciate this. I, I know. Not, like, I did I'm not know the... about this water taxi. I'm going to have to, I don't think we'd be able to do it this time, but I'm going to have to look this up because that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so, anyways, Sean, before we get into the top stories, man, why don't you tell us about the events that are going on? Because even I have trouble keeping up. To be honest. <laughs> so, we've still got our live achievement hunter is still out there. We got our first uh, submission today from somebody from Twitter, the Goomba King, um, who, for whatever reason, every time I read his name, I read it as Goomba King. But as you should, Mario reference. As you should, yeah. Um, he's entered his picture. He's 630 gamer score out of 1,000, which is pretty good. Pretty good score. Um, so that's for Deathloop. That's still ongoing. I'm still playing that game. Um, I'm still, like, I go in and pick a mission, loop round, finish that one off, and then move on. So I'm trying to slowly clear him through before I, I, I roll credits, uh, which I still think is going to be a feat in itself. Um, so yeah, that's still going. I think that's going till the 19th of October, if I'm correct, because then we can announce it on the show following. Um, and then that other event that we've got going on at the moment, which I should really, in the overlay, we should maybe stick the QR code that I made mm. uh, to take us to our uh, to our page. Um, we've with obviously we've got extra life going. Um, you know, if you donate to us, if you donate a minimum of five dollars, you'll get a random. Um, ID at Xbox game code from Nick. Uh, I know one of the guys from Dads of the Dark took advantage of this and <laughs> many people to donated. Show. There was nothing, <laughs> it was great, it was fantastic. Don't you worry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, no, we got listen. many, many five dollar donations, which yeah. is great. And as as it says, we sent mm-hmm. those people the, the codes and they're happy with the game, just circulated all the way back to. Person. <laughs> that that's fine. Listen, oh, hey, I, I told John. I said, "Freaking, hey, if you want to just write a check for a thousand dollars to uh, to the hospital, I will be like, here's the sheet. You have it all. I have a nice day. I don't care. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I have two hundred. I don't have two hundred and fifty codes anymore. But I have like I have like two hundred s codes right now. Uh, and if you want them all, you write a check to the hospital." Boom. You can have them all. This is for the kids. I'm not sitting here nitpicking about how yeah, we yeah. policy this out. No, nope. I want money for the kids. Nope. That's what I want. No, I was literally laughing. I was, I was listening to it. I was like, well, you, you 
you, you're not doing us out of anything because you, you kind of donate into our cause, which is great. And yeah. then you get what we said you would get, which is also what we said we'd yeah. do. Yeah, man. So, so yeah, if you, okay. if, listen, if you want 10 codes and you want to give me 50 bucks, I'll give you 10 damn codes. But as John will tell you, you have to be the one to input them all separately, which can be a real bear. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... But yeah, we've got that going on. Um, we still need to hunker down a date and time for things, but that will come follow with a graphic as well. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll stick a link. And what I will do for those people that are listening to the audio, I'll stick a link in the description to try and follow that. Yeah, I cannot. I, I cannot go anywhere near, anywhere near the extra life page, or else our. Our feed starts playing, which then reverberates back into my feed, and it it just gets weird. So, uh, yeah. I, I got to stay away from the page. Learned that a couple Extra, weeks ago. We get, yeah, we, we get Twitch inception. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Yes, those are the events going on. So let but let's get into actual Xbox news in our top. <sighs> Sean, let's take a moment for Stadia. Little, little moment of silence for Stadia. That's 20th century. I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on there either, but I was like, I'll take it. I'll take whatever. I couldn't do anything better. So sure, why not? Oh, man. Google says that Stadia is shutting down. They're giving all the money back except for subscriptions, but they're giving all the money back for, for everything else. Uh, you know... I, I don't. You could dunk on Stadia all day long for this and have a lot of fun. But what, like, does this mean anything for XCloud? You think? Um, I don't know. They they they, they never really gave a, a decent explanation as to why this is happening, other than it's probably not making Google as much money as they would like. Yeah, they said they said that they said it wasn't making what they what they had anticipated. It wasn't meeting the the you know the criteria they had set forth for it. So, yeah, yeah, which is which is a big shame because we know there's a couple of guys in our in in the Discord community out there that you know Dan, uh, Justin, you know who else was there? There was another. I mean, two, Tim, I think one. Tim has one. I I don't know how much he used. Yeah. I think he did. I don't know. Maybe not. I think Jesse has Jesse has every system, every platform. He has Luna. I mean, he has to have Stadia. <laughs> I mean, he's buying these Amicos or whatever. I don't know. Whatever these things are, he's buying them all. So he's got to have the, he's got to have some portion of it. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean there are some I people mean, who like it. It's sad, but it's also really good for the, from the company. Cause if you class everybody that buys a piece of that hardware, cause it was an investment. More people that have bought the hardware, the more money they can give to developers to make better games. Um, for them to turn around and go, look, this isn't working anymore. We're going to shut it down you, for, for the hardware and the games that you've paid for. Here you go, and just keep the money from the subscription. That's kind of nice of them. I think it's a that's good really deal. nice of them. What I think so. they were in a board meeting and they said, "Man, you know this gaming sector. There's something here, and we really want to have a piece of it." And they said, "Well, you ain't gonna get these gamers back if you don't treat them real nice." And so the only way to treat them real nice was to give them their money back, which is you know is somewhat fair. I can see I can see both sides of this. Um, but to give them their money back for all this for all this stuff that they that they bought, and this will earn them goodwill. And if they want back in this sector, I think you'll have a lot of those same people. If Google comes out with the next thing, that'll say, sure, I I took a flyer on this. Sure, it didn't pan out, but they were real nice to me and gave me my cash back. So I'll try again. 
Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you, you're left with what looks like quite a nice controller, which if it's still compatible with Steam and things like that and xCloud, you can still use those kind of things. Yeah, I've heard there's some Bluetooth issues with certain uh, devices. Uh, I believe the Switch being one of them. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you you get a controller for free that might work with some stuff and might not. I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, you, you ended up not having to pay for it. And you get the service for free until until it shuts down in the end of January. So um, yeah. my, my question to you is, Sean, so, you know, Xbox has xCloud streaming, um, but it's obvious only subscription-based. Do you think they should try to take try to jump into the Stadia pie and do like a, hey you can have it X Cloud with Game Pass Ultimate or you know if you really loved your Stadia model sure you can buy Assassin's Creed and have it only streaming like you um no no and no I thought about this quite a lot I thought how is this going to affect the the Xbox ecosystem in terms of you know it's a cloud it's a streaming competitor basically and it's kind of tipped its hat at xbox and gone okay look we can't keep up with you we bow our hats it's not making us money like it's making you money you're obviously better at this see you later bye Um, (laughs) you're gonna have a lot of people right now that are screaming be like that's not how that's not why this happened that's not how this happened I can hear it already, uh, but I love it. So but it is how this happened. <laughs> Let's be honest. Game Pass is a fantastic subscription service. It, it was out there before the rest of them, and you've got the likes. You know, Stadia was probably built off the idea that, look, Game Pass is doing really well for Xbox at the moment. Can we enter into this market? Nintendo are following suit with the, expan- the NSO expansion. PlayStation Plus subscription. So everybody is going this way. Everybody's going to a gaming subscription service, a bit like how we used to have Love Film, which was all, I'll deliver a DVD to your door and you can watch it, then you deliver it back, turn it to Netflix. And then Netflix, off the back of Netflix doing so well, you had things like Amazon um, Prime, you have Disney Plus. So it takes one person to, to build the small kind of, I don't know, franchise of of a streaming service and then it goes okay here we go we'll move forward so but i think what might be wise to do is there's going to be some developers out there that were making games for stadia that are now going to be sad that they're going to like, okay we've invested a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of effort into making this game stadia like they'll probably be turning to the likes of playstation plus and game pass and going look we have this game that's in this kind of state of development. Is there any way we can get this game on your service with a little bit of funding? Because, you know, we, we've kind of been dicked by Google uh, and Stadia because they now shut it down. Yeah, so I, think, I don't think, I, I don't, to, to answer your question, I don't think they're going to go along the lines of you can purchase a game digitally and stream it while you're on the move. Because I don't think that's, I don't think that's the Xbox's kind of ecosystem for Game Pass. But I can see them maybe picking up a few developers and going, we quite like the look of that game. We quite like it. That would work well on our system. That would work well on Game Pass and be able to play via xCloud rather than owning it digitally and doing it that way. Yeah, you know, I I don't know. I, I, could, I could see that. A lot of the stuff that's on there is already, you know, like... 
in other like there, it's Ubisoft stuff. It's it's Assassin's Creed stuff. And I don't know, maybe was there a lot of exclusives on Stadia? I don't know if there I don't know if there was or not, to be honest. I, I never was a Stadia guy. What I thought of was initially is exactly what Hypecast you think of. That's the first thing that I that I DM'd you in our Discord chat was Nintendo needs to get on this. I because this is what Google does. Like Google couldn't make money on it as being the people that were making it their service. So they're going to lease it. Exactly what Hypecaster's saying. They're going to lease it. And Hypecaster says, says PlayStation, I think Nintendo needs to go to them and be like, listen, we need, we have a system that is, that is aging and we want to be able to play, we want to be able to offer some of these games, which they've shown they want to, right? I mean, Resident Evil 8 is coming on board. Um... And they're doing it with another service. But, man, I think Google is... They, they got it. Like, people love... People who use Stadia, especially after they ironed out the kinks, say it worked really well if you had decent internet, which is a whole other conversation we could have. Um, so, yeah. Like, Nintendo, just just go to Google and be like, hey, can we use your stuff and have that be our infrastructure for what we want to do to supplement our our aging Switch, which... Can't play these games, probably never could, but now definitely can. They're too far apart. Um, so I don't know. I think that that's where I'd go. Um, does it yeah. affect xCloud? No. Do I think xCloud might want to look at the Stadia, the Stadia uh, model or incorporating it into their ecosystem of like, hey, if you buy a game digitally uh, if you and it's on xCloud – then you have access to that game on xCloud. Like if you, if you buy, why can't I think of a game, Sean? I don't know, any game, whatever game's on xCloud. <laughs> my brain's totally um, fried. Uh, so, I mean, let's say, let's say Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Game Pass, let's, say, yeah. let's say Assassin's Creed Odyssey is on xCloud. I haven't actually, I don't actually know on top of my head if it is. If it is, if, they, if you buy that game, then if it's already on the service, then you, you can play it as a streaming game as well as on the console. Like, I think there's a way they can incorporate this in that would be wise. And you might have uh, people that just buy games what about, for the streaming portion. What about this way then? Because it's not like they're going to make every game available via the cloud system because that's a lot of work to do. But we do get games like Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, that come to Game Pass, which then are made available via the cloud service because they've had all that work done to make it all available. And that game's coming off Game Pass, but you still want to carry on playing it via the cloud service. They go, hey, look, we, you know, this game is now available to you for 70% off and you can still have access to it via the cloud service like you were already doing. Rather than making a back catalog of all the games on the store as a cloud availability, go with um, purchasing the game after it's been on Game Pass because you still want to carry on playing it and that still have that availability via the cloud. Yeah. Go that yeah, way. That, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that that works like, like whatever there there's, there's something that Stadia did that people loved. And for Microsoft to be like, well, I don't know. That's not how we do it. That's not one. That's not Microsoft. Um, and so uh, if in their success, they start to get into that, well, that's not how we do it. Well, then they they can, you know, join the likes of uh, of PlayStation 3 era stuff and all that kind of jazz, right? I mean, they need to look at that and say, listen, how can we, how can we learn from what Stadia did good? 
and Stadia didn't do good. And and being able to just buy a game and not have a subscription is something that some gamers apparently really like. So why not play into that a little bit? Maybe you'll get somebody in for a game and then people will look at that, you know, you keep throwing in front of them the catalog of games that xCloud has through Game Pass. You might find yourself with a Game Pass sub after they're like, well, this is dumb. I should really just jump into the system. I, I really think there's a there's there's something there that they need to look at. Yeah, I mean, going along the lines of exclusivity games, you've got Guilt, which was first released as one of Stadia's first games, which was a horror film, uh, a horror game, sorry. You're Outcasters, um, you know, that that was on there too. But the, 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 in the... Uh, in the article that I'm reading, they've got then they've embedded the the quote the tweets from these companies. So play out at play outcasters on Twitter have said that we see and hear all of your messages, and I'm assuming that's regarding the loss of being able to play that game on Stadia. We need to take a couple of, it, of days to evaluate the options for outcasters moving forward. Uh, Hello Engineer, which is a game which is in the Hello Neighbor series, uh, it was a co-op puzzling game that was launched on Stadia. That's nowhere else, I believe. Um, Pixel Junk Raiders, um, that's another one from Q Games, and they've got a tweet on there saying that, you know, it's their exclusive Stadia title, meaning that after the January 18th, 2023, you'll not be able to play that game at all. And, like, this is a game that developers spent a lot of time doing, and it's got quite a following on Stadia. Um, they then have come back with another tweet from that saying we're open to discussing opportunities to find the right publishing partner to make it happen if you're a publisher and this sounds like something you could help with let's talk and they've even put psh, their uh, psh, hey microphone psh, hey hey over here that's really what that tweet is <laughs> ex- exactly and that's that's basically what it's saying it's like look uh, we we need your help and this is this is what i'm saying about um yeah, you're right game yeah, pass and playstation yeah. mm, picking, you're right. picking these people up yeah, yeah, you're you're 100 right. In these cases, this this needs to be where where Xbox kind of swoops in, saves the day, and it's just a, it's a good it's a, it's a great story both ways, right? You're helping out developers, you're helping out gamers because you're like, hey, listen, you're not going to be able to play these games any other way if it's not for us. Um, and now and now it's good for Microsoft because it's like, well, now if you want to play it, you're coming over here to play. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, that makes. And the, a lot if sense. they turn around and say, if they also turn around and go, look, you can play this on xCloud and you can use your already available to you Stadia equipment, just download this application. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Now, the only thing I want to mention here and you know, I listen to the Nintendo dads cause you know, we're part of the family podcast and Nintendo dads. I love the podcast. It's a great podcast. But in that one, Marty talks about how like, well, America's not ready for internet. I can't do a good Marty voice. I'm sorry, but it's not America's not ready for, for streaming. We don't have good internet and blah, blah, blah. That is junk. That is not true. I live in a rural area. Listen, Marty, you must live in a ruler area. I get it. I, I feel for you. I'm sorry, but I don't live any, there is 12,000 people in my town, okay? And I can play xCloud games just fine, just fine, okay? On Wi-Fi, just fine. So if in my little town of 12,000, we have internet good enough to do streaming, Yes, I'm not saying it's everywhere in America, but this whole narrative of like, well, in America, we can't have internet. We can't have streaming because we don't have internet. No, that is, a, that is utter 
junk. That is utter junk. Yeah, Hivecasters, the majority of us live in cities. Fair. I mean, I live in what would barely be considered a city, to be honest. Like, you know, I mean, and you know what? When I go to work, when I go to my office, I'm in what is considered a village because there's a thousand people. And in that village, I have 300 megabytes internet. So this whole idea that in America, we can't have streaming That's games bad. is crap. It's better than mine. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just not true. I'm sorry. It's not like, and I understand not everybody can have it, but I understand there are areas with, like Marty, but that is not the majority, not even close. So that whole narrative slightly frustrates me if it's if it's if it's not noticeable. So that's all I got. <laughs> uh, no, I can't. I, I, I not noticed that much at all. It's not something that I thought you were yeah, heard yeah, about. I know. I'm sorry, but it just frustrates the crap. All right, yeah. that's all I got. And, and yeah, the 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 thing is that you do need to use the internet. It needs to not like, otherwise, the cloud experience right. isn't great. Mm -hmm. uh, at first, for me, it wasn't great, but our internet has improved slightly. Um, it's due to improve again, hopefully soon. Um, so that it, it's getting better and better with time. And mobile wise playing it when the kids are at the park and I'm kind of like done being the chaperone walking around. I can sit down and I can kind of pick up and play a game via mobile and it works absolutely fine. So, yeah. 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 I, you know, so I think it's, I think there's stuff here. I'm sorry for the stadia people who, who love the service. Um, I think there's stuff here. xCloud needs to learn about, you know, we don't have it in our notes, but uh, we didn't chat about, uh, well, we've chatted about the Logitech G hub, uh, which I think that was, is that the name of it? The, the, the handheld G, G hub. Yeah. G cloud. G cloud. G clouding. Okay. I need to come up with a new letter. Whatever. That's all I'm going to say. What we spoke about last week. Yeah. Um, did you see the razor one that just came up? You were, you were talking about cell. That's what got me. That's what got me. Um, yeah. I'm, I don't know about that one. It doesn't I think look it's razor good. and Verizon, if I'm correct. And it has, um, it it the the big difference being it, it has a sim card in it so it can be used on the cell makes it a lot makes it obviously a lot more mobile um uh, obviously also it makes it now a continual expense because you know Verizon's getting x amount of dollars a month so that you can run that gig that makes, makes them happy um i <laughs> we're going to let that one go <laughs> um i i you know i think I am somewhat interested in that in that device <laughs> um, through Razer, and I mean I don't know if I'm going to go out and buy it. I, I talked myself off the ledge with Logitech, um, and so am I going to get the Razer? Probably not. But but I think these things are coming in now in droves enough to where I'm excited to find one that really does like fit my my niche, what I need, and so I think something something's yeah. going to be there. The the issue I've got with all these handhelds coming is that I, to me the switch is just the right size, it's just the right comfort. The screen's really good, mm -hmm. and it kind of for me anyway. I've never dealt with or seen anybody that's had one that's overly damaged. Um, they can withstand quite a lot. I can take mine to work. It withstands been chucked in my bag, getting out of the bag at work. It's you know it's been handled by many different people at work all of different hand sizes and 
aggressiveness while playing Mario Kart and Mario Golf. Um, you so it, that holds it really well. You just said chucked in your bag. Do you really not put it in a? You put it in a case. Oh, it's right? in a sorry, it's in a soft case. Yeah, but okay, okay. Chucked. I was like, I, I was getting the cold sweats here, Sean. I was just like, <laughs> Sean, I'd be like, boom, boom, just throwing it in the bag and like just slinging it over I, his shoulder, I, bicycling to work. I got, <laughs> I, like, I got the OLED for for sweet FA. I am taking extreme care of it. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. All right. Man, it's a little nervous um, there. But like, I'm struggling with, like, I look at the Logitech and I think the whole thing is white. There's no detachable bits. Mm-hmm. So for me, a guy, for the most part, I'm going to be playing that in an environment where I've had my hands inside gloves, which are covered in oil and dust and general crap, because that's what I work in and around. Um, I do wash my hands regularly, but... I'm wearing my overalls while I'm playing it, so I'm, I'm going to be grubby. It's just like the white is not going to be really good. And then I look at the, the whole Verizon Razor one, and I kind of look at it and go, A, Verizon doesn't work in the UK, so that's not coming to us yet anyway. Oh, fair Same enough. with Didn't Logitech. That. That's not coming to the UK. Um, yeah, that yeah, they've said that. Not, not in the near future, at least. Exactly. And I don't get a decent enough signal f- to use the 5G where I work. Are in Selby, where I live. The town doesn't have 5G, isn't 5G ready. So that wouldn't work. It seemed very long. So fitting it into a case means that the case is going to be bigger. It just looked cumbersome. The screen wasn't very big. It's like it, in the picture, it looked no bigger than the iPhone 11 screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, there's a lot more work that could be done there. And then as Hypecast is saying in the, uh, in the chat, there's the Steam Deck, which that thing looks heavy. And that thing looked huge to hold in your hands, which again, for me, the Switch is just a good size. So all these handhelds that are coming out are trying to do things. They're trying to pack in more graphics. They're trying to pack in a bit more processing power. They need a decent Wi-Fi connector. They want all the decent bits and pieces for sound. There's a lot to squeeze into a small package to hold in your hands. It's got to be light enough. It's not got to turn into a nuclear sun as it's in your hands because it's absolutely red hot. So you need decent cooling. There's, there's a lot. And I think if we're going into that era of handhelds, I think it's going to be a good two to three years before we see like the the best version of these mm-hmm. handhelds that are coming out. So for me, um, I'm going to quite literally sit back and I'm going to watch and wait. I am yeah. not going to be pulling any triggers. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get, even get overexcited because I can pick faults with every single one that comes. Mm-hmm. So the Steam Deck, I agree. The Steam, the, my issue with the Steam Deck is what I like. Here's here's what I want from Steam Deck. I want to be able to go on the Steam Deck website. Somebody's gonna be like, Nick, you can't do that, you idiot. And that's fine. Because I've not actually done this. So if you can do that, you just hypecaster, you just put this in the internet. What I want to do is go on the Steam Deck and be like, listen, I want the the X Cloud or Game Pass version. And I because from what I heard, and I, I have not verified this, but from what I read was that I'm gonna get it. I'm going to have to wipe it. I'm going to have to reinstall an operating system. And then I'm going to, you know, and I'm like, you, you are friend. You are, I do not want to do any of this. Like, I do not want to have to take my switch out of the box and be like, all right, let me, you know, delete all this stuff. And I'm going to, no, I just want it to work. And I want to have a nice, I want it to have a nice like X cloud thing or an Xbox thing. And just let me, just let me do, do that. Um, that's my problem with the Steam Deck, from what I know. Now, if I'm totally off base, you, you, I'm, I'm happy. We have Hypecaster on next week, and he can tell me. He, can, he can be like, let me tell you how this works. Um, but that, that's how I read it. So, um, 
yeah, we need to, uh, but we, we will move on to our next topic. Uh, that went a lot longer, but I appreciated it. Um, game previews. I bring up, I brought this up with you because of Grounded, uh, initially. Yeah. And, and Slime Rancher and, and too. We, and we, we like, touched the tip of the iceberg on this in the last episode, but we did yeah. say that we needed to do a little bit more work yeah. with this. So. Exactly. Um. So, uh, I've casters, I've casters schooling me in the chat right now about how this works. I love it. Um, but when it comes to, so game previews, you get a game on game pass. It's like, listen, this is in preview mode. Um, you know, so it might break, it might not work great, blah, 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 blah. And then it sits in preview mode. And maybe my problem with it is how long it sits in preview mode. A la grounded, which sat in preview mode for what, two years. And it just like, we, like they had a big celebration of like, woo its full version is here blah and it was it was kind of hard to like like i know we were we were on we were on the podcast and we were like this is coming up this is coming up this is coming up and somebody's like don't forget about grounded and i was like oh yeah okay i guess you know it's just like that's my it's been out it's i i get that it's like the full version but i don't know are previews good bad like and and understand a preview yeah. is not a demo for those of you who are listening who like I don't know have yeah. not done it. It's it it's like the game just it's kind of like a, a preview is like a warning sticker on the game of not finished but almost kind of like it's not so, so much a demo. Yeah. So. so the quarry Jay went and played the quarry demo because um, she was in the car. I was listening to a bit of the Dance After Dark. Luckily, the bits where they're not talking about all the stuff that they usually talk about, which sixteen year old girls shouldn't hear. Um, and they were talking about the quarry and they were they were going on about how great the demo is for this game. It's got a fantastic free demo. It's about half an hour long. Um, it plays really well. There's a lot to it. And then con- con- the continuation from the demo to the full game is really good as well. So I told her about that and she went and played it. She was like, oh yeah, it, it was okay. It was too much. It was, just, it was too much like a movie and too much like that kind of scenario for me, narrative wise. Um, so she wasn't going to, she wasn't bothered about picking up the full game. She thought, that ah, that's great. So that's how a demo works. You get a certain amount of time to play a certain amount of the game and, and crack on. You know, you even make your decision off that. A game preview for me just does sometimes does not work because it can really turn you off from a game. Um, the one I look at most is Sessions, the skate simulator uh, made by Creature mm-hmm. Labs. Um, I was super hyped when they started showing this game off. I was like, yes, this is like everything as a skateboard enthusiast and those kind of games like skate, EA skate. This game was going to be like the groundbreaking one for me. I played it and I was like, oh my God, it's so broken. The the physics are so janky. The way the character moves is awful. The control system's not quite there yet. There's too many different modifications you can do in game for this because it's been, it's going through so many different preview modes. Um, it's like these games, and now they've released the full thing. And because I purchased it pre, uh, I think I paid thirty pound and purchased it pre, um, pre full release, so pre one point zero. I've I've got the full seventy pound game for the price that I paid. I don't have to pay any extra for it, which is great. But I'm so turned off by the fact that the game preview was so bad. I don't want to go back to the game yet. It's like if you'd have just kind of like maybe waited a while to announce that this game was coming, then released a decent demo and was like, yep, next we'll kind of, you know, the game's releasing in six months. Here's the demo, go play with it. You know, you get unlimited amounts of play because then that's the other thing that 
really turns me off with a game is when you want to get a timed demo that you're only allowed to play once through and you've got to wait six months for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have been more excited. I'm really worried that EA, because they're in the middle of making the new Skate 4, I don't know if that's going to be the complete title of the game, but they're making Skate 4, and I'm really worried that EA are going to jump on this game preview bandwagon and be like, hey, look, the game's like, this is it, in 75% developed, here you go, go play it, and it's going to be like, this game is so ugly, it's so, like, you know, this isn't what I wanted from you guys. That would really upset me. So that that's where game previews and demos toe a line very close to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I agree with a lot of that. Um, I think demos can be uh, an issue at, at, at some point, but in the form of talking about previews, so there's been two issue, two two like polar opposite issues with previews, which really kind of make me, I don't know, kind of like, eh, I don't know. Um, Grounded, which as a preview, seemed great. Um, so as as... As a preview, it was it, it had very few issues. I played it for five literal days. Like I didn't play it for like a week. I played it for like a hundred and some hours. Um, I loved it. It's just now it's out, and I feel like I should go back and play it. But I feel like I had my time with it. Like I don't like as much as I want to go back and see it. I put so much time into it. Second, I played Craftopia, and that game shouldn't have seen the light of day. It is now off of Game Pass. Because that game, as I've nicknamed it, is Craptopia. And I, I don't, I mean, I know some people worked on that game real hard, so I, 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 I feel, feel bad about saying that. But that game was rough. I mean, rough. That game was not a, that, that was like a, a beta at best. Um, uh, so it's like, I just don't know. Do we want to, what does preview mean? Like, I feel kind of like we need a better idea of what preview means because it's such a, it's such a varied uh, uh, Slime Rancher, also a game, Slime Rancher 2, is in preview mode, um, which seems to run just fine. Now, I say that, I had a couple issues this week, uh, so maybe I'm seeing where the preview mode, or where the preview version starts. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, and it's not that I have an issue with preview games being out, it's just, is it good for the game in general and i and is it good for the service i guess really is it good for game pass to have these games on here that are just kind of like not great or i don't know i don't know disney dreamlight valley is in preview for the moment isn't it that's not the full that's not the finished game that we're seeing yeah it's in some version of pre i don't know that they don't call that a preview they don't do that does it is it considered preview on game pass i'm not sure uh I'm not sure, but people have paid money for it in the current state that it's in. And we mm-hmm. all know how I feel about Disney Dreamlight Valley at the moment. If they still haven't gone back to it. Um, that's, the, that, that's the other thing. It's just, I'm ex- I was excited for Disney Dreamlight Valley because I wanted to play, basically, it's Animal Crossing with Disney characters. I was, I was quite happy to play that. And now because of, it's in a game preview and there's been issues with the game where they're having to constantly develop balances to kind of either allow you to carry on with certain quests and parts of the game which you shouldn't have been able to get you into that situation um it's now stopped me from wanting to play the game anymore i'm like Neh. i don't want mm-hmm. to play this game it's given me such a bad time that i struggled to find the will to boot the game up to play through the issue that i've got to carry on playing the game um that's that to me is the biggest part of the game preview being bad. Now, the 
pros to the game preview is I get to play a game earlier. It's great. Mm-hmm. If I'm really excited for a game like Disney Dream Live LA, I got to play it. I got to play it sooner than I would have done if I had to wait for full release. Mm-hmm. And I, up until the, the issue that I had, I was having a really good time with the game. Um, yeah, the same when I played Grounded, when we played Grounded together. The, we, the online wasn't 100% fantastic, but it worked enough for us to have a good laugh and we, we played the game. I enjoyed playing what I played with um, Grounded. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go, unlike you, I'm not going to go back to it because I got to a point in the game where I was like, I've had enough of this game style where um, it's, it's right up your alley. You love the whole yeah. resource. Of I was gonna say, you were like, yeah, I've had enough of this. And then for the next like month, I sent you pictures of me making like cottages and houses and castles, <laughs> slaying beetles. Yeah, and, I was, and, and I couldn't figure out how you'd got to that, but you'd, you'd gone above and beyond what I, I could get out of the game. So, um, but it gave me the, op- the it being in a game preview gave me the opportunity to play that game without having to wait till this point for full release. Because, I mean, when I played it, it was 18 months ago. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, you know, and I mean, in the end, it's not, it's just like a, it's just like a, a question. Uh, the great new, I guess the great point is with Game Pass is this is in game preview and you ain't paying nothing for it. So we talked about this with Disney Dreamlight Valley uh, a couple weeks ago, which is sure, does it, it, does it have some issues? I actually haven't ran into many, to be honest. I, I've, I've had one freeze that made me kick that kicked me out uh, and I had to get back in. Um, but the real who I feel really sorry for or, you know, bad for are those on the switch who paid money for the founders pass to be a founder member or whatever so that they could get early access. And the game is the game is even worse on the switch. So it's like, man, that so. In the end, I guess if you're going to have preview mode, Game Pass is the place to have it, right? You you're, you just yeah. you play it, and then. You, but it does come with this thing. Even in my head, I want to give that game a pass, right? Of like, okay, this is in preview mode. I know this could be a little rough, but at the same time, it's like you get to the point to where now it, now they're re-releasing it or not re-releasing it. They're releasing the full version, the unpreviewed version, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to go back, you know. So it's just something to think about. It's an interesting, it's an interesting quandary, even though it is free for us Game Pass members, to to be like, how does preview work? And it's no different than the demos. And I, I always I find that so interesting too. Where um, oh, I'm not going to remember that mech game for the Switch. Darn it! There was a there was a mech game on the Switch where the the demo came out and it was awful. Like the world was awful. Every it just it just just was not great at all. And um. And the de- the developers were like, we're taking your advice. We're going to go back, blah, blah, blah. They, they uh, pushed the release date back. They fixed some stuff in it. But you know what? I was like, uh, I don't want to go back and try that. Even after it released, even though I thought I might like it because of that demo. And I think the previews have that same kind of... That that same kind of thing where where developers publishers have to have to watch out how that how that works. Yeah, and maybe we need to be a little bit more gracious too about like give it another shot. It was in preview. They told you you took the risk. You know, but but then you get games like No Man's Sky that were full release came out and was like, oh my god, this is Mm -hmm. absolute garbage. And they've later had to go and reconfigure the whole game while it's in release and give you a digital patch to make the game Mm -hmm. better. So yeah. they could have maybe done with the the grace period of this is a preview. Don't mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a, that that's a hundred percent true. I mean, you know, Cyberpunk. You know, they just kind of released that like it was like nothing was wrong with it and walked away from it. And everybody was like, ah! 
<laughs> I mean, so yeah, it's just it's it's very interesting. It, it's it's different. Um, all right, news bulletins. We're going to fly through some of these. Speaking of Cyberpunk 2077, oh my gosh, they're working on a new IP, probably not a shocker, and a Cyberpunk 2077 sequel. What a resurgence that game has had. Everybody seems to be really happy with it. Overwatch 2 is live on Xbox and all the other places too, as of today. Not an Overwatch fan, but happy for all those people on our Discord who are. Uh, Seagate expansion cards get heavy discounts in Seanland or the UK. Okay, but I like to call it Sean. Uh, and Bethesda <laughs> and those, celebrate. Yes, Go ahead. Those, sorry, those discounts are pretty good. They, you know, they come down to like, I think the smallest of them all, the five twelve, is like eighty five pound, which is a fantastic buy, down mm. from one hundred and forty something. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on over to the US. Although it doesn't matter, I'm probably not going to get it. Um, but uh, but I, I'm sure there are people who would have liked it or would like it. Um, and Bethesda celebrations galore. Uh, lots of sales. Is that right? I didn't click on the thing. Uh, lots, of, thing. lots of sales. Five, five iconic franchises celebrating milestone, milestone anniversaries, all with new content, community activities, and sales. There's lots of going on. Um, we've got Flight Simulator that's celebrating its 40th birthday. Forza Horizon celebrating its 10th birthday. Age of Empires with its 25th, along with Fallout. And then Dishonored again is celebrating its 10th year anniversary um lots of stuff happening um especially with fallout um october 4th 40, fallout 76 is a free play week which runs from the 4th to the 11th of october the um, franchise sales begin um fallout 25 and there is a fraction quiz to find out where you belong in the wasteland nice little bit of fun thing to do online um <clears throat> October 10th, they celebrate the release of Fallout 1 as that's turned 25. Uh, so basically, yeah, like you said, there's just lots and lots of cool, interesting mm-hmm. stuff going on. Um, Farther Horizon, you get to... There's a lot of live streams going on which are kind of showing the history behind the series and the evolution of it. And then you can download the, on October 11th, download the Forza Horizon 5 Horizon 10-year anniversary update on Xbox, Windows, and Steam and experience the whole Horizon story that you've seen in the live stream. And you can play through that with all the like, returns of fan-driven music and midnight battle modes. There's a bit of a co-op online kind of thing happening. And Maxwell Flight Simulator launches a free update on the 11th of November, which is going to feature for the first time since 2006, you're going to have helicopters and gliders, uh, which is one of the most requested enhancements from the community. Um, I need to go and, back looking for uh, a dish- flight stick. Uh, yeah. I don't know why <laughs> and, I really want to. And they're also going to chuck in there a true to life airliner, um, the Airbus A31. Um, you know, so you can fly a full commercial flight plane with every button that works just as exactly as you think it would work so there's there's a lot of stuff going on there's competitions like you said, there's competition mm-hmm. sales there's streams they just they seem to be throwing a lot at it so mm-hmm. and that's all dropping in the, the the kind of gap that we have on game pass at the moment so mm-hmm. that's a lot of free extra content coming for different games that are on game pass yeah um, you know, we've been talking a lot about a lot of other stuff, so I'm not going to, let's not spend a lot of time on this, on this acquisition stuff. Um, 
so Jim Ryan, the PlayStation CEO, I think, uh, flew to Brussels to, as we put it, whine about why uh, why PlayStation should have a better deal with Call of Duty. Um, which, by the way, we don't even really know what that deal is going to entail. We just know what it is right now. Um, and Xbox has made a web page, a, lit- a web page all about their pitch for why this acquisition is good for gamers and developers and uh, everybody else as well. Um, for gamers, creators, and the gaming industry as a whole. That's what it is. Sorry. Um, so, yep. so yeah. So, so we are in full acquisition defense and attack mode at this point. Uh, we, we've, we've made it. We've got there. Uh, it was everything was smooth. And then the UK had to go and say, we're going to look deeper into this and investigate a bit. And uh, <laughs> n- now here we are. Here we are. So yeah. uh, that's about all I have to say about it. If you, you know, whatever you got. Um, I, I like what Xbox have released, kind of covering everything to do with the gamers and how it's going to benefit us with more games available on the different platforms. For content creators, the fact that you've got the availability to create more content about different games across different platforms. And then because all that's happening for the industry, you've got free publicity from people playing your games, talking about your games, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, there's a lot of greatness behind it. Mm-hmm. As, as it views to me, Sony knows this acquisition is going to happen. I, I really don't think there's going to be anything that stops it ramping. What they, what they have sat, sat down and decided in a boardroom is, okay, but what can we get out of this before it happens? And that's kind of where I think they're at right now. You have Jim Ryan who is saying, well, listen, a three-year deal is not enough for Call of Duty. Not enough for us, not enough for our players, not enough for the gaming industry. So what, they're, what they want to see is what amount of a better deal can they get before this gets inked and finalized in the world like can we get five can we get seven can we get them to agree to give it to us always what can we get and that's where we want to be they're not fighting at the moment for that acquisition shouldn't happen it's we just want a better we want to know we're going to have a better deal when that acquisition actually inks and uh i think i think that's about that's about it yeah He's definitely trying to squeeze the apple for all the juice yep. he can get. Exactly. That is perfect, Sean. Yep. All right. Moving on. I can't beat that. Uh, Game Pass headlines this week. It's Medieval Week. You didn't know it. You didn't know it, but it is. It's Medieval Week. Today dropped Chivalry 2, which I will talk about because I played it. And I'll preview, it's actually pretty fun. Um, and then Thursday drops Medieval Dynasty. I didn't make this stuff up. Um, which also might be a Nick game. I'll give that one a go as well and make yep. make yourself a little medieval village. Uh, so I'm excited to uh, try that one out as well. Uh, Walking Dead complete season, first season and second season on PC. They're already on Game Pass. Now they're on PC as well. Uh, yeah, that's this week. So they, you know, we talked about the black hole of this week. They kind of filled it a little bit for us. Yep. They went all medieval on us. They went all me. We went medieval on them, so they went medieval on us. I love it. That's good. Uh, next week we have Costume Quest, uh, which looks like a uh, a fun little. Well, let me just read. One is an older game. It's from 2010, but it's a it's it's a Halloween game. As a kid, 
You're a kid. You control a kid that is trick-or-treating with their twin on Halloween night, and they encounter a monster who kidnaps their sibling. You have to go throughout the neighborhood and collect items so that you can fight the monster and get your sibling back. That, you know, it's an older game, but I am somewhat interested to see how that story actually plays out. Yep. And that's coming to cloud and console. Nice. Uh, okay. Are you interested in evil at all? The uh, more in-depth Among Us uh, game? Uh, no, no. I, I never got around. I never fully got on the Among Us train. Like my little boy mm-hmm. is really heavy into the Among Us, and like mm-hmm. he's got all the little figures, and him and his older sister play play Among Us, and they you know they go for all that. She plays it quite a bit on her phone, so she like she knows all about the engineers and the scientists. So he kind of all and getting all the information about how Among Us works from those. I never, I never played it and got hands on because I never had a group of people to play with, and trying to play it with randoms is absolutely horrific. Yeah, it's not very much fun. Um, so we we were on the train for a hot three four months probably. Um, I mean, we would play almost every weekend with a group of friends here and it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Like, you know, we would get on a, get on like a FaceTime call and everybody would, would chat that way. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Am I interested to see what evil is all about? I am. Uh, it's an Among Us like is what I guess I'll call it. Um, except we're just making it's, a new game genres. That's right. Yeah. Except it's a little bit more in depth. Um, a little bit, little bit, little bit more in-depth game mechanics is the best way to say it. Um, I'm interested to see what it plays like. I'll probably play it a couple times online with randos. Do I think it's going to take off? And people, no, it's not. I don't think it'll have Among Us legs, but um, but it did look interesting, and so yeah, I'll give it a shot. Um, Coral Island, um, which is a sandboxy game, as I recall, um is dropping also on October 11th. Yeah, this this is the one that looks a little bit alien-like. You've got all the nice fancy colors and bits and pieces like that, I believe. Mm-hmm. Coral mm-hmm. Island. Yeah. Um, October 13th, Dyson Sphere Program comes to the PC. Um, and then October 14th, bumped a week up, which is always fun. That doesn't happen very often in, in this industry. Uh, went from the 21st to the 14th. Scorn drops on console, PC, and SNX. Um, yeah, and that seems to be getting some really good traction. Mm-hmm. Like, the more I look at it, the more I'm like, maybe I shall play this. and Maybe yeah. I will enjoy it. I heard it described as a horror walking sim. I don't, you know, I don't, I, I, I think that was on GameScoop is where I heard that. Um, very interesting genre. Never heard anything like it. So, uh, not for me. Not for me. So, uh, if you get anything out of it, it'll be from Sean. Uh, this is true. New. What do we got for game games with gold, Sean? Uh, so, games with gold. Um, we have a game called Windbound, which came out on the first of October. Um, I picked this up and I've been playing it, so I'll talk about it a little bit more, but a very quick scoop. Um, if you enjoyed Wind Waker, that style of graphics, the whole shell-shaded kind of graphics, that's nice. If you like a good resource and, and craft quest kind of game, this game's good for you. And if you like a bit of sailing, this game's also good for you. And I'll cover it a little bit more when we get into the Xbox Spotlight, but that's now out and available to claim. Um, what's coming later on in the month on the 16th of October till the 15th of November is Bomber Crew Deluxe Edition. So I think we're now breaking into the Xbox One games here because both of these are 
Xbox One games. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other game that's still there, which is only going to be available to the 15th of October, is Double Kick Heroes. So that's still there at the moment to claim. I reviewed Bomber Crew here, uh, Bomber Crew for um, Nintendo Dance on the Nintendo Switch. Um, a lot of fun mechanics. You can view it as an overcooked style game for a uh, for, but you're running like a like a bomber um, in doing like like missions for dropping bombs and stuff like that and taking out certain things. That game, that game is fun. But the missions last quite a long time, and I, I and this could have changed. I, I mean, I, it's been a long, it's been out for quite a while. Um, but when you die, you can you can die at like the very end of an hour long run, and you basically just redo the whole run. That was my that was my one Ooh. frustrating point to it. And part of the thing you do is you you level up your your guys that that are in the plane that do so like you might have a pilot and if he does like five or six runs he'll start getting better and better if your plane goes down and he doesn't get like i think it's a life vest on or something i can't remember it, but or a parachute probably parachute nick done we're in a plane it, it, never mind whatever <laughs> i swear um but he doesn't get his parachute on in time and he dies he's dead so now you start you have to recruit a new pilot to do that and start and start afresh. Um, so yeah, there were some there were some game mechanics, and maybe they've changed, but at that time they were frustrating. Um, uh, yeah, so that's games with gold leaving Xbox, leaving Xbox, leaving Game Pass as of the fifteenth of October. Here they are: The Good Life, Yep, Sable, Ring of Pain, Into the Pit, Echo Generation, and Blood Roots. I mean, you know, not not any real big losses. Blood Roots for me is probably my biggest loss. That game's that game. Uh, I I had fun playing the game. Never beat it, but I had fun playing it. Um, so I did make a snarky tweet, and and you know what? Microsoft almost proved me wrong. I said there's more games leaving in the in the first half of October than are dropping onto Game Pass. And I was waiting. They kept announcing more games, and I thought, they're going to prove me wrong. But nope, they ended up one shy. One shy. Oh. So, so as of so now, close. there are more leaving Game Pass than coming in October, which, you know, is not always a bad thing. I'm, I just like to make snarky tweets because that's, you know, what's the internet without snarky tweets? So, yeah. anything else for Game Pass? Uh, nope. That's it. Uh, if you want to take us into the Xbox Spotlight. The Xbox Spotlight we are in. Um, all right. So, um, Sean, what do you got? I'll let you go first, and then I'll uh, I'll take over. So, uh, I've been playing some more Deathloop, which I is, I don't know. It's a game of love and hate. I absolutely love the first person aspect, I love the finding the residium and upgrading my weapons, getting the trinkets. I don't like dying and losing stuff. So I've so far since I last played the stream, I think I've died and had to lose a few things once. Um, and that was out of my own stupidity. I kind of bum rushed a level and didn't realize I had no retries left. Um, and then died. I was like, I was very upset by that. Um, I haven't yet turned the online thing off. Um, I absolutely love the invasions of the Julianas. 
Um, it's a 1v1. It becomes a 1v1 game. Um, and I'm yet to lose. Nice, <laughs> so, nice, you know, nice. Which is nice. And now I've got to a point where I've got some very, very good guns. I've got decent slabs. I like. And I've got the all the upgrades for those slabs. I think I'm becoming quite a formidable cult to kind of come across if you're trying to stop somebody from breaking the loop. Um, and the fact that I've now got to grips with where things are and the level I know, like I know some decent vantage points. I know where people are tending to spend most of the time while they're looking for you and things like that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still enjoying that game. It's going to take a while to get through. I think it's going to be one of those that. I just play and play and play until I get there. That's a lot of fun. Um, I rolled credits on Mario Rabbids. I'll just get that out of the way. I rolled it again in preparation for the new one. The, uh, the new one's coming out in October. It is October, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's very gonna, I, I, want, I want to say the 21st, but now I'm going to look it up because you just keep going. I'll look it up. So, yeah, I, I rolled credits just to get my mind back into that game. Very much enjoyed that. And then the only other game I've been playing, and it's currently sat in front of me launched up, um, I just need to reconnect the controller, is Windbound. Um, this game I wasn't expecting to ever be able to pick up um, or ever 20th. know about, really. October 20th. Cool. Um, so Windbound is a little bit of a roguelike game, but it's just it's really strange. You get an option when you first start the game, and you can either play it as an adventure, Adventure adventure mode where you know, combat's really easy. When you die, you, you don't lose all your items. You don't lose you don't lose your starred items. You don't lose your boat. Um, you don't lose X, Y, and Z. Basically, it's the easy mode for the game. Mm-hmm. And then the survivalist, where um, the only stuff that you get to keep is what's in your pockets. Um, like your boat disappears. Anything else that you've kind of crafted and and left on islands disappears, and that's gone. Um, and then there's a hard mode, which basically you don't get to keep anything. All progress is lost. You lose all your items. You have to start all over again every time. So that's the roguelike-esque to it. Um, but then the crafting side of it is you start on the first island that you start on. Is you basically just got tall grass. You kind of chop down all this tall grass to make a rope. You then use that rope and more tall grass to make a boat. And then you set off kind of rowing your way across the ocean to different islands, finding these tall pillars uh, where at the top of them there's a, something that you have to interact with. You have to light three of them up um, and it allows you to to progress further through the game. Um, where it then further gets into being a roguelike is that you progress further into the game and then you, you go for a section where you get to use some of the sea shards that you've collected from these towers that you've activated to um, basically bestow a wish upon yourself to have some kind of um, advantage when you next come into the next the next world. Um, one of them is a spear, an unbreakable spear, which is made from the, the tooth of the last Leviathan, which is what I picked for this run through. Um, and it's, it's good fun. You, there's a there's a stamina aspect to it, so you can't swim for too long, you can't row for too long, you can't gotcha. jump for too long. If that depletes, then the bar starts to drop very quickly um, because obviously you get hungry. So there's a hunger aspect to it. You've got to eat. Um, you've got to eat to improve your health. You've got to improve eat to keep your stamina bar up. Um, there is no sleep aspect to the game that I'm aware of as of yet, um, but there's ability to 
craft more satchels to carry more items. There's a lot of crafting and a lot of resource and you don't get to know everything straight away. So the only way you get to know about it is if you pick up a new resource, you craft one thing or you come across something in the environment you can't interact with because you need a tool. It kind of goes, oh, maybe you need to make this. Uh, it's good fun. The The main character doesn't speak. There isn't much really a voiceover. There's, there's a little, tiny little bit of dialogue in places. Um, but yeah, it's a good game. I'm enjoying it. I, I started playing it last night. Um, I played it for about half an hour. I had no idea what I was doing. And then played it again for a little bit longer this evening before we started and kind of got to grips with what was happening in the game. Um, great for free. The graphics are fantastic. Uh, you know, I have no issues graphically with the game. The music's nice and chilled out and calm. It's not repetitive. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. In so fact, you... I'm enjoying it that much. I, I told you that you should go claim it because I think you would absolutely love this. So. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to. I don't know. I mean, there's so there's so many sandboxy games coming out. It's just it's just crazy. Um, hard to hard to get to them all. Um, uh, so can you can you beat it? Like, is there is there a do you, or yeah, do you not know? It, I, I don't know. I'm in chapter two. So a chapter one was something like the, the story begins, and then chapter two is the first rejection, which... Um, chapter, so you would imagine there's going to be an end chapter at some point, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's my thoughts on it anyway. Okay, all right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, cool. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that it's giving... Uh, that Games with Gold seems to be giving more quality games, which they hinted at, right? They hinted at doing yeah. earlier... I mean, we got, yeah. we got, got Portal 2... In the middle of uh, September, we got this one now, which is quite good. Uh, Bomber Crew Deluxe Edition, which again looks like a, a, a well finished game. Hopefully, they've made the improvements that you say they needed to make. So. Uh, God, God will fall. That was a really good one. I, I claimed I haven't got to play it yet, but that by trailer looked really good. Um, so yeah, I I, I appreciate uh, the better quality games. Man, when we started this, the games were pretty. To be honest, I mean, yeah, yeah, Fusion Fusion Frenzy was I think one of the games that you could get with gold. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. pretty naff. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else? Um, I've been playing a little bit of Shovel Knight Dig still on my phone. I haven't rolled the credits. I think that I can't get past the first Mushroom World 3. I can't get past that point. So for, to the people that that have completed this game already, it's well done. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> cool. Oh, sorry, guys. Um, my ice all just fell. Um, for me, I've been I played Paw Patrol Grand Prix with the uh, with my daughter. Uh, she loved the game. Um, it, it's a pretty well done game. It's done by Outright Games, which is uh, I've played I've played a lot of their. They do a lot of kids games. They do w- really well with them. Um, played a lot of them on uh, the Switch. They do uh, like cr- my kids love Crayola Scoot. That's one of the games that they do that they love. This one is done well. My only complaint. My absolute only complaint about this game is um, there's a respawn button. Makes a lot of sense. If your kid gets off the track and is having trouble, they can respawn and they'll pop back on the track. They're a little bit behind, but not anything bad. The issue is, for me at least, um, they make the respawn button the Y button. And my daughter, I don't know, I don't know how many, I don't know how most kids is, but but 
she pushes the wrong button sometimes, okay? And having it be the the a prominent button like the Y button, a lot of times she respawns herself when she doesn't mean to. Like she's you press X to shoot wet to shoot your item. I mean, this really is like Mario Kart with Paw Patrol. Just just to be honest, like the, you get you there's little boosts, you get the items, you can shoot the items, everybody has their own boost, you get dog bones, it charges up your weapon, then you can do your special special uh it's very much Mario Kart. You can even do like a little like a little slide and if you do it long enough your your wheels will change color and then you get a boost. I mean you're you're talking Mario Kart with Paw Patrol here. Um but when you go off the uh when you go off the map you press the Y button and it respawns you back on or off the track you press the Y button or respawn you back on. My daughter kept pressing it and there was no way to shut it off. Like I was she kept accidentally pressing it when she meant to press the item button. So that's my only complaint and nothing huge. But if you if you you know got kids and you want to play play a fun racer remind let them play as Paw Patrol uh they really loved it um still into Disney Dreamlight Valley I play I play that game almost every day at this point uh an hour or so a day um and I absolutely love it um I don't I, I like I said it froze on me once it has some minor things that needs to be fixed uh really the the putting out items and setting out stuff is probably the biggest issue uh, that needs to be revamped a lot. It's it's cumbersome and not, and not very fun. Um, but other than that, I've been loving it. Um, I play, I'm still playing Slime Rancher 2 as well. I'm finding my way with that. I told you, Sean, and I stand by this. Um, I, I've changed my mind a little bit. I said I said it was too much like the old one. It's not that it's too much like the old one in the sense of, how the how do you want to say this the fun of sli- of the first slime rancher was ex- figuring out how the slimes worked like you would go and i'd put them all in this little in this little pen i think i would be fine i'd go away i'd come back after a day of exploring and all the slimes would be all over the place in my ranch and some of them would have ate the wrong thing and they'd turn into tar slimes i'd be like oh my gosh what do i got to do i got to fix this you know and it was just trying to fix it and figure and figuring out how to best ranch the slimes was was part of the charm of that first game. Now I know how to ranch the slimes. So like I'm I'm playing and the kids are watching me and they're like, oh grab all those slimes and put them in one of the pens and then you'll be good. Just just do the little pen, Dad. And I'm like, no, 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 trust me. If you do the little pen, if you do too many slimes, this is what happens. They all go everywhere and then your ranch gets crazy. You don't want to do that, trust me. But as much as I say that, part of the joy was doing that and being like, oh my gosh, what's going on, you know? And so I don't have that anymore. Like now I know, okay, I got to save up enough money to get just the right pen so that I can do this and everything works. So that's my, that, that probably my last like little bit on Slime Rancher too. I'm still playing it. It's still a great game. Um, I, I've had, I have, I'm having one issue right now where I'm trying to back up resources and they don't always want to break free. And I'm trying to figure out if that's a game mechanic thing or if it's like, a, a, des- a development issue thing like that's a bug i'm not i'm not really sure just yet um i where am i at oh i played chivalry 2 today for a hot second listen it's a multiplayer game where you with some really tactical combat mechanics and then they throw you into a gigantic map of like 50 people you're fighting against each other one of you has to try to like take the hamlet and the other part of you are trying to defend the hamlet and you're in the medieval times and you have this axe and 
you're just going crazy and I died a lot, but there was part of it that was somewhat fun. I'm probably not going to go back to it, but I will say this is the charm of uh, Cloud. I I booted up my thing and I booted up my Xbox and I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, Chivalry, Chivalry 2 is here. I was like, I'm not going to download that. And I was like, oh, but it's on Cloud. Okay, sure. So I just popped into it with Cloud, played it. I didn't have to wait for a download. I didn't have to worry about taking up X hard drive space. I did it. It was great. There was no lag. It was fantastic. I was out of it. I'm done. So gotta love xcloud uh moon scars i played this one this is my last game i promise i'm trying to fly through these um moon scars is a game that dropped uh last week it's a 2d souls like the combat is really fun um does remind me of hollow knight type combat uh there's a lot of mechanics hollow knight type type feel to it where you you have this bone powder you're collecting you die you lose it you have to get back to it to get it or else you got to start over blah 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 all that stuff saves only saves so many times but then like it got really weird like it was like just sean sometimes you just throw too many weird game mechanics into a game you know like the combat's fun (laughs) like just just let me play the game like now all of a sudden i'm making molds my molds break wait no now there are different types of moons and now i gotta worry about what enemies look like when the moon is there and if my mold breaks then i have a doppelganger that's trying to kill me and it's like oh this is just too much like i don't want to deal with this like i just want to fight the fight and have a good time like i and so uh you know it's not it's not for me that 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 part lost me it, it kind of did have that like dark soulsy elden ring feel where it's like well how many fingers what kind of finger is this what kind of item do you have you need this item to do that and it was just like oh my gosh um so whatever that's what i've been playing a whole bunch of a lot of stuff inch deep stuff but digging real deep into disney dreamlight valley and slime rancher too which so. we I'm not shocked at because those both those games are very much your ballpark. That's right. That's right. I'm your I'm yeah. your I'm the sandbox guy. I'm the, that's me. I'm I feel like I feel like they put we I'm on an Xbox show and I play like the games that that most that that most often Xbox players don't play. You know, they're like Call of Duty, Halo, Chivalry 2, I don't know, Battlefield. And I'm like, ooh, Disney Dreamlight Valley. That sounds like great fun. Let's do that. I love it. Just- you see, before before we started this, that's all I've used to play. I literally just used to play Warzone every day for a couple of hours every night. Warzone. I have come away from that. And now I play a variance of games thanks you to do. playing Game Pass games and doing the podcast. So I'm I'm very much enjoying the the whole genre finding thing to the point where now first person shooters like that don't really do it for me. I want I need something new, exciting. I need different like which is why like Windbound is really good. Um Deathloop's a fantastic like combination of many different things from a game that you know, some that I find really annoying, but then enough to make sure that I'm getting good at the game so I don't have to live through that annoyance. So, Sure, yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool. So that's how I've been playing. We do not have a party chat because we were really busy this week, guys, and we didn't get it out to you guys in time. Uh, so no no community questions this week. That's on us. Um, so I think uh, we're ready to, to roll out, Mr. Abbott. Cool. Um, so I'll take us out that way. Um, if you want to get in touch with us on social media, you can do so. That is over on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Just go for at Game Pass News and you will more than likely find us. 
Um, fun fact, you might notice that there's a couple of changes. We popped all our Halloween stuff up now, so go out there, have a look. Um, they're quite funny. I'm Mike, I'm uh, Jason, and Nick is Mr. V from for Vendetta. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. If you want any sweet merchandise, head over to redbubble.com. Uh, look for us there on Game Pass News as well. You can get a sweet, sweet hoodie like Nick's wearing. Uh, for those that are listening to this as a podcast, um, it's basically just a black hoodie with our logo on. It's great. Um, if you want to jump in on the Discord, head over to patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can get involved there or you know, subscribe to our Twitch channel and we'll sort you out. Uh, thanks very much for Hypercaster for being in the chat. You're great. You're welcome anytime on the show. We do love you. Thanks very much. And to everybody else that's listening, all you guys out there in the old podcasting world, thanks very much for listening. And until next time, guys, we shall see you later. See you later, guys.